You're listening to the Hall About Public Safety Podcast, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes with the men and women in uniform with the Hall County Sheriff's Office and Hall County Fire Services. A fair warning before we get started, sometimes the subject matter of this podcast might not be suitable for younger audiences. Parents are advised to use discretion. Let's get to today's episode. Hey everybody, Brian Stewart here. Glad to have you along for another episode of the Hall About Public Safety Podcast. And this is an episode coming out July the 1st, so we hope you guys are gearing up for a safe and happy July the 4th. And hey, we're here to help you with that. Now we know during the ongoing pandemic, COVID-19, a lot of our local fireworks displays have been canceled or postponed in some capacity. So I'm sure a lot of you are planning to shoot off some fireworks at your house, so with that in mind, we are going to offer you a few safety tips just to make sure that you all have a safe and happy 4th and uh, get all the celebrating in you can without it turning into, shall we just say, a bad night. So joining me is Hall County Fire Services Chief Zach Brackett to talk a little bit about this and uh, talk about some fireworks safety. Zach, thanks for coming back on the show with us. Thank you for having me. So let's just, uh, let's kind of jump in here and um, we'll start with just kind of the overview of fireworks and fireworks safety. So what are some of the kind of the high level, really important, just things to go over when it comes to making sure we're having a safe fireworks display? So the first thing would be to use commercially purchased fireworks. Don't try to make your own. Um, That's always bad. Uh, Always ends up bad for somebody. you know, with with people having to do fireworks this year in a different way, um, if they if they choose to do fireworks, they can't just go to a as you were mentioning, they can't go to a, a fireworks show um, because many of them have been canceled. There's still some around. I know um, within within the area. I know that uh, at at Linear Islands there there's going to be some fireworks that are going on, and. Um, you know, so we we would encourage people to take advantage of those. Um, but if they if they really need, you know, feel the desire to shoot off fireworks, um, then they need to use some that are purchased commercially. Um, make sure that they that they obey the local laws. Um, even on the Fourth of July, you can you can shoot until eleven fifty nine uh, p.m. So we want to make sure that that people are respectful of that. Um, you know, you. You're like myself. You have some. You have you have children, and they frequently get woken up because of fireworks. My puppy does not like fireworks, um, but I also understand the allure of them. It's just mainly people staying safe. Yeah, the, the Stewart household uh, has fond memories of our then newborn last year <laughs> screaming for four and a half hours on yes. the night of July 4th and having to medicate our dog. So I'm, yes. I'm right there with you. Um, I want to move on to another topic now. It's uh, it's 4th of July, and this year it falls on a Saturday, so a lot of people are getting Friday off on the 3rd, or at the very least, you know, they know it's not a work day the next day. So we're probably getting kind of a multi-day celebration going on here. Yep. And with these multi-day celebrations comes the consumption of alcohol. Talk about some of the dangers that come when you start mixing alcohol and fireworks. So alcohol and fireworks, along with a lot of other things, do not mix together. Um, if you're going to partake in alcohol, then you don't need to be shooting fireworks. You need to have a, just like you have a designated driver for a uh, car or a boat, you need to have a designated shooter, um, someone who can pay attention to uh, where the firework is aimed, where it's going to go, uh, make sure that all the safety recommendations are followed, that they have a water source, um, 
and really somebody who can just be responsible. If you want to drink, sit back and relax and enjoy the show, um, but you don't need to be the one that's actually uh, lighting the fireworks. And somebody of age who fits that description. That's correct. That's correct, yes. <laughs> and, and that kind of leads me into my next topic. So we're talking about of age. Um, I remember we, we've talked about this topic in the past. Mm-hmm. It comes up every 4th of July and every New Year's. We just want to make sure people kind of get these reminders, get them fresh in their brains. And uh, I remember y'all talking in the past at Fire Services about sparklers and mm-hmm. how they burn very hot. And yet that is something we frequently put in the hands of our toddlers. So talk about how age plays a role in this too. Yeah, so, so sparklers are, they're kind of, um, it's kind of hard to tell how dangerous they are, but they, they burn in excess of 1,200 degrees, uh, which can easily injure someone or burn them. So um, putting them in, a, in the hands of a toddler is, is not a good idea um, at all let them you can let them look at them and make sure they stay at a safe distance but it's not something we want in the hands of our toddlers um you know we we really would encourage people to not even allow sparklers other than for those that are age 12 or older um just because they they have a a better idea of how dangerous they can be um a couple other things you know for us to to look at is something that we we've seen over the last couple of years within the county are instances of a firework going uh, awry and instead of going up it goes out goes horizontal instead of vertical and somehow it it never fails and you've seen these videos on social media they find the cache of, of fireworks that are waiting to be shot and then they all kind of go off at the same time uh, so that's something that people need to really take into consideration and make sure that that, that cache of fireworks is secured and errant sparks and things can't ignite those. And, and that kind of follows the chronological timeline here. So we've had our sparklers, we've had our fireworks, we hope all that's gone safely. So now it's the end of the night. We're hopefully being good neighbors and we're cleaning up our trash and we're getting ready to, to throw it all in the trash can. But before we do that, there's a really important step we need to take. So what do we need to do with our discarded fireworks? Soak them in a bucket of water overnight. Um, you can do that for the duds as well. Don't try to relight them. Some of them will have a, a fuse that burns halfway and then it goes out. Don't try to relight them. Those fuses are set to where it gives you enough time to light it and then back up and get away. Um, if it's a half fuse, it won't give you that. So don't don't relight duds and then any... Uh, any fireworks need to be soaked in a, in a bucket of water overnight before they're discarded in the trash. And uh, I wanted to shift gears just a little bit more, kind of touch on some other miscellaneous July 4th things. Uh, barbecuing is one that a lot of people like to do for Independence Day. I love some good burgers and hot dogs on the grill, uh, but it's also a time to remember fire safety when it comes to grills, and especially because there's a lot of people who, like me, who maybe don't grill that often, but we will get the grill out for July 4th. So. What are some of the things we need to sort of check off the list uh, if we're going to be getting out the grill? And make sure make sure that you have um, cleaned your grill recently. Um, I'm guilty of this uh, fairly fairly frequently of not cleaning my gear and uh, grill, and then um, you end up with a, a grease fire in your grill uh, that can grow exponentially, and then you're tempted to throw water on it, and then that just makes it grow because it's a grease fire. Um, so make sure your grill's clean, make sure it's in, in good operation, um, make sure you have plenty of fuel because that way you won't be overloading your grill and, and doing weird stuff with it to try to try to hurry it up. Now that's if it's a, if it's a gas grill. 
Um, any kind of grilling needs to be done outdoors, not indoors, um, preferably not in a carport, things like that, because you have to remember that you're using a tool and that tool sometimes can malfunction. Even if you do everything right, something can go wrong with that grill and you don't want it to be so close to your home that it catches it on fire. So um, really make sure, make sure you do that. Use, use appropriate length uh, utensils so that you don't burn yourself. And also make sure whoever's grilling is sober, right? <laughs> yes, yes, preferably. That's, when in, that's when in doubt, if, right. it, if, uh, if it involves fire or a moving vehicle. No drinking. No drinking. That's um, right. And that leads me to one more 4th of July thing. Lake Lanier is going to be a hot spot, as always. Popular place to go out on the boat for July the 4th. Um, really quick, what are some of the check boxes? And We've already touched on yep. uh, what don't, about drinking. Don't drink in boat. Wear a life jacket. Get those funny-looking tan lines. It's okay. Um, as long as you do that, if you have a life jacket on, the chances of us having to come and locate you are slim to none. Um, do not overdo, you know, overestimate your abilities to swim. Don't try to swim across a channel. Don't try to, you know, show, show out for somebody and, and perform wonderful feats. Uh, this weekend because it it will come back to bite someone uh, if they try to do that the main the main thing is is to wear your life jacket if you get in the water um, if you're just going to swim around and float wear your life jacket um, if you're getting on a boat make sure there's enough life jackets available for everyone if you have little ones with you go ahead and put them in their life jacket um, be be safer than sorry uh, this weekend and we, we want people to come we want people to enjoy our community and and the resources that we have here um, but we also want them to do so responsibly and and we do not want to see a loss of life this weekend well chief Braggett, uh, we appreciate all the helpful hints we hope everybody does have a safe and happy fourth of july thanks for coming on with us once again thank you for having me again we hope you all have a safe and happy fourth of july put on a life jacket Put the alcohol away if you're doing something risky and have a great weekend. We will see you next month. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Hall About Public Safety podcast. Episodes come out monthly. You can find links to them on hallcounty.org and in the monthly county newsletter. And, of course, be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts to get all the latest content. I'm Brian Stewart. Thanks for listening.